Alan gathers the four of us together in the break room before the lunch shift. I want to make a change, he says, looking right at me with his greenish gold eyes. My throat goes dry, and I run my thumb along a big knife gash on the table in front of me. Alan's a smart guy, thoughtful most always, but he's never just up and said, I want to make a change. I don't like change. Change is how mom and dad call it when we have to trade our nice car for a worse car due to the money situation. Alan says, I want to make a change. And I see myself sitting under a bridge somewhere, hungry. Mandy Mandy pulls a long string of pink gum out of her mouth and twists it tight around her finger. She's angry all the time. Sure, she's chipper and pretty and all those good waitressy things. But even when she's chipper, she's angry. Most of the knife scars on the break room table came from her. What kind of change? Mandy Mandy growls at Alan. She puts a new stick of gum in her mouth and mashes up and down on it with her jaws. Mandy Mandy likes gum. She can beat up on it and it won't complain or fight back. Change make Mandy Mandy's blood pressure increase, which makes Mandy Mandy's fight increase, which increase it does not behoove you to instigate, and etc., she says. She takes her corkscrew out of her pocket, flips it open, and starts twisting it into a coffee stain on the table, warning Alan not to increase her fight. Can it? The restaurant business is a den of backstapping crooks and wayfarers, Alan says, pounding his fist on the marinara spattered wall. It's capitalism in its finest form, people. Eat or get eaten. And right now, we've got a hungry pack of wolves on the loose in Gruff Valley, eagerly licking their chops at the prospect of getting a nibble of our market share. Remus and Romulus, our twin-line cooks, sit and stare at Alan with their little mouths hanging open. Alan got them from the Gruff Valley Orphan Asylum five years ago, named them, and raised them. They don't talk much, but they get along with each other and they can slap a monster panini together in twenty seconds flat. If a couple of twelve-year-olds can work that fast, Alan sometimes says to me, why can't you? It's not fair to compare us. They've got their ways and I've got mine. I'm talking about the fiendish maw of competition, guys, Alan says, searching our faces, like he's looking for gold but it's afraid he's not going to find it. Sometimes Alan uses such big words none of us understand what he's trying to say. I want to sit down with him and explain it'd probably be better for everybody if he'd just use words that are sharp and simple, like daggers, instead of blasting us with giant bazookas of words. But Alan doesn't like feedback. We've got Ethiopian food moving on across the street. Mr. Don Juar just opened up a new curry in a hurry on Blythe Street, and Shiros Kamburus is gaining momentum. Churros Comboros will never get off the ground, Mandy Mandy says, shredding her gum with her long pink fingernail. All I'm saying, Alan says, is that we've got to stop thinking like restaurateurs and start thinking like Viet Cong. First employee to fetch me a pint of Don Juar's blood gets a meaty Christmas bonus. Remus and Romulus crack their knuckles before making for the exit. They're halfway out the door when Alan yells at them to get their butts back into the break room. "'Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior,' Alan says, raising his hands up to heaven. "'Not a damn soul in this room understands the gentle touches of irony. I wish I were back in college where they have safeguards against morons like you. That was a joke. I don't want to hurt Dan Joar unless it comes to that. And even then, there's no way in hell that any of you are going to get a Christmas bonus this year. There's just no money in the coffers.' 
Remus clambers back into his place at the table, but Romulus must be disappointed because he stays in the doorway, all cowed, watching a crowd of ants carry breadcrumbs across the floor. Alan taught the twins all kinds of things about making sandwiches quickly, but I don't know if he taught them about good and bad. That's my job. I always try to teach them the right thing to do, when I know it. Romulus stomps on the ants, which isn't fair. The ants just wanted some food. It isn't nice to mash up bugs, Isaiah Romulus. He runs to his brother and burrows his head in Remus's lap. I don't know if he's heard me. Maybe. Thor, Alan says. Will you please, for the love of God's only begotten son, clam it and allow me to continue talking business? I mime stitching my lips together. I don't mind it when Alan zings me because that's his way. He's got dramatic Italian blood in him. So I let him say what he wants and don't take it personally. I think the best offense, Alan continues.